Hey, how you doing? This is Brandon Jones, author of the award-winning College Readiness 101 Workbook Series, here with another episode of the College Readiness 101 Podcast. And today I have a special guest, Miss Star Essence. She is the founder of Morningstar International and the author of God Me to College, 10 Vital Steps Every Urban Youth Needs for College. And we have been trying to get together for a long time. So Star, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I know that we have a lot in common. We we both assist students with college preparation, but I know that you're doing a lot of other things as well with Morningstar International. Yes, we do a lot with Morningstar International. We actually help students ages 9 through 19 prepare for college. We also provide entrepreneurship programs, leadership development programs as well as, well as STEAM career programs with emphasis on financial understanding. So we do a lot at Morningstar International. Yes, yes. So I'm glad I finally got you on this podcast (laughs) and I'm very happy to partner with you in the future. Um, But today I wanted to pick your brain uh, specifically Mm -hmm. on college preparation, right? How students can become college ready and, and kind of what you're telling your students that you work with or when you go do a presentation or when you're sitting down with a captive audience. So uh, what I wanted to do is kind of give like the top five things, the top five things that you tell students when they are beginning the process and trying to become college ready. So what's your first thing that you talk about? Why is college important for you? Why is going to college even important? You know, a lot of times kids, students don't understand why they even want to go to college. They're just doing it because mama, daddy, brother, sister, teacher, whoever, pastor, told them that they had to go to college. So that's the number one thing is understanding why college is important for them, not for anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true because when I talk to students, I'm, I always talk about, Hey, it's for you, right? It's not because, you know, mom went there or dad went there right. or you like the sports team or whatever, you know, it's like, you really want to make sure that this is a good fit for you, a good fit and exactly. a good match. And that's what I talk about for that. So making sure, so number one, you said making sure, that they know why. Right. Why college is important to them. Okay. 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 I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, students, they just following the trend or they doing stuff that, you know, they were told to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a lot of times they're not following their heart or what their true passion and purpose is in life. So I always ask students, why are you even going to college? Are you going there to make more money? Are you going there to start a career? Are you going there just to figure things out in life? Or are you trying to change your family history? What is the reason? So, yeah, yeah that's, that's, good. that's good to know. Okay, okay, okay. Number two, number two, what's kind of like the next step that you try to tell them to do when they are preparing for, for college? Have they done their homework? And what yes. I mean by that, have they researched the colleges that they want to attend? Have you even stepped foot on the college campus? Yeah. (laughs) Your top 10 colleges that you want to go to, regardless if you just pick three, you you need to pick seven more, you know, Mm -hmm. you need to have at least 10 colleges that you want to attend or that you think you want to attend. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. I I was talking to my cousin. She was a junior. She's going to kill me to tell this story, but it's funny. It's it's the one I always have to tell. She uh, grew up here in Georgia until she was around 10 and then she went Uh to California. And and that's where, you know, she graduated from high school. But she was all about one particular college. Right. And and, and it was is the HBCU here in Georgia. And um, 
It was Spelman, right? It was Spelman, right? Yeah. She, uh, that was the number one school. She was going to be a Spelman woman, right? Yeah. Um, and so uh, the summer in her uh, between her junior and senior year, uh, she came back to Georgia so we could take so I could take her on some college visits. Right, went on some college tours. We went to several schools: uh, Spelman, UGA, Kennesaw State, um, uh, Georgia State. We went, you know, we went mm -hmm. to several schools. And uh, Spelman obviously was the first school that we went to because it, it was the top school, right? It was uh, a phenomenal tour. Uh, they have mm -hmm. a beautiful campus. They have historic buildings, right? It's a historically mm -hmm. black college, right? Um, and it was funny because uh, on the tour, it happened to be the hottest day of the year. And <laughs> and it was it had just rained a little bit too, so it was muggy. Oh, and we God. were on this tour with uh, with all these young ladies. And um, we found out that the freshman dorms, they don't have air conditioning units, right? <laughs> right, they, they found that they don't have air conditioning you. units. It's just, it, I don't know, but every, everybody who I, who goes to Spelman, who currently goes to Spelman, when I'm talking uh -huh. to students or graduating from Spelman, they always say, yeah, the freshman dorms, just they just don't have, they don't have air conditioning. Unit. They all have, you know, fans in their, in their, um, in their windows. And it was the hottest day of the year, right? It was like in the <laughs> middle of July. And you should have heard the murmurs, right? And so she found out. And then she didn't like the historic buildings, right? She didn't like, oh. she's like, these buildings are so old. I don't like, you know. But to mm -hmm. your point, have you stepped on the college campus, right? Have right. you been there? Have you seen it? Have you felt it? And right. so she found out that just Spelman just happened to not be the college for her after she got a chance to go. But, you know, we, we went through the process and she found her college. But yeah. it was just interesting. You know, that was the one thing she wanted. Right. It ended up being the least favorite college. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so funny. I tell students all the time, if you have an opportunity, go on that college campus. If I didn't go on a black college tour when I was in high school, there's no way I would have went to TSU. Yeah. There's no way. My first choice was Florida A&M. I wanted to go to FAMU. I wanted to go to Florida. That was my first choice. I'd never been to the campus. But when I went to that HBCU Black College tour, I got on the campus of Florida a and I'm like, ah, I don't know about this. But all right, mm -hmm. let's see what else <laughs> these other colleges <laughs> See what got. else is there, yeah. yeah. And then I went to, uh, when I got on the campus of TSU, it was just like, ah, oh, now this is home. Like, mm -hmm. this is where I feel in my spirit and where I need to be. And that's how I picked TSU. But it was not my first choice. But see, but it took you going to, yeah. to see it, right? You right. had to go and, and see feel it. it. I had and to feel, feel it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a lot yeah. of times, you know, we just going off of what the the stats are. Like, okay, mm -hmm. the stats are here. But sometimes you may not be a good fit for that particular college. So it's best that you actually go on campus, see the student body, get a feel of the atmosphere, the environment, and see if you even mesh well with that environment. That's true. So, That's true. Yeah. I, I also wanted to go to FAM uh, because I went on a college, I went on a football game. Morris Brown was playing FAMU, and uh -huh. uh, it was a trip. You know, we was gonna go down and check it out, and I, uh, it was homecoming for them. Mm. So it was my first time seeing a black college homecoming and and getting a chance to see what that was like. I went to a, a fashion show. I went to the football game. I saw yeah. what it was like on the yard. I was I saw all the pretty girls, right? So all these pretty girls, right. on campus. and I was like, man, this is amazing. This is where I want to go. 
until I found out that, you know, out-of-state schools cost so much more, right? That out-of-state so, tuition is no joke. I was like, well, I guess I'm staying in the state of Georgia, you know? Yep. I'm staying in the state of Georgia. So <laughs> Albany State was the school for me, you know? It, it was the best hey. one. I had my major and everything. Hey. So, so that was cool. Vote. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, all right. All right. So you got to get a feel for it, right? You got to know why you want to go. Then you got to get a feel for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the third thing you talked to them about after that? So the third thing that is important to me, which pretty much is right up there with why college is important to you, is um, applying for scholarships and grants, having somebody else yep. pay for your college education. Yep. You don't want to pay for college, but I understand if you're not in that position to um, to have that financial support that you may have to take out, you know, student loans and things of that nature or yeah, even yeah. have to work while you're in college. But if you can get somebody else to pay for your college education, scholarships and grants. Yeah, that's huge um, because there is a pandemic of financial hardships on those individuals who have um student loans, right it's a student I am one of them. yeah me too me too and, and my debt came from not staying on campus i should have just stayed in the dorm i had to have an apartment oh. took out, you know my loans to pay for my apartment i'm paying like quadruple what the loan was oh and, and, you know, so it's just not being financially savvy you know then yeah. you know, i'm paying for it now right so we all are right. yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I have a student who um, uh, I was talking to her. She actually will be getting a presidential scholarship mm-hmm. um, for a college. And she's also going to be uh, she got a couple of other scholarships from like local organizations and things like that. And so mm-hmm. now she doesn't have uh, any type of uh, expenses that she has to come out of pocket for college. And I just I just That's awesome. implored her like you, you don't understand, you know, yeah. what, what you just did for yourself. The Thirty-year-old so and not having student loans. I call student loans the um, big bad wolf. So okay. <laughs> uh, you want to be be aware of the big bad wolf, which yeah. is student loans. Okay, it uh, really is. It really is real money. You got to pay back, right? Yeah, real and plus money. not just what you took out, but you got to pay interest as well. So yeah, yeah. So okay, so try to find out who can pay for your college education. So do you? Talk about, you know, your fast webs and your scholarships.com and all of that yeah. stuff, but also local organizations. Who local organizations, profit, churches provide, you know, scholarships. So you want to just make sure that you take heed or be aware of what's around you and what opportunities are there so that you can take advantage of them. Um, so you have to look at all avenues, whether it's going to church, um, being involved with a nonprofit or some type of community uh, recreation center you just never know where those opportunities may come so. yeah absolutely absolutely we talk about that all the time there's funding out there everywhere yeah um all right all right so now that we you know are trying to fund our college education um anything else did you talk to your students about yeah i mean one of the other things i talk about which is like step number five really but we on step number four i think <laughs> we are this is number four but, this is number four but i'm gonna I'm put it at step number four um, but that's really um, creating a level of confidence. Um, so I talk about having confidence in your purpose, your passion, your dreams, your goals, whatever it is that you're trying to pursue in life. Yeah, yeah. Um, having confidence, even 
going to college, having confidence in your college education. So a lot of times I know some students, they have expectations all the way up here in regards to their college experience, and they may not experience what they thought college would be, but they still need to have that level of confidence to start, well, finish what they started and actually make the best out of that college experience. Um, So that's the advice that I give students is to have a level of confidence in everything that you do in college. And that's also you know, from internships to externships to, you know, getting involved with student organizations and student government, whatever it is that you want to do, fraternities, sororities, whatever it is. But you got to have that level of confidence prior to, in my opinion, prior to going to college. Yeah. It's almost like you have to be prepared uh, socially. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's what it is. You have to have that oomph about yourself. I say that too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to, to get because college is what you make it, right? College is what you make it, right? So you got to have some business about yourself, you know, and, and get out there and enjoy, you know, what college has to offer and make experiences for yourself. So I, I, I like that confidence about it. That yeah. That is absolutely really, really good advice for, for students who are getting ready to go to college. Yeah. And okay. you know, too, like when you talk to students for the most part, a lot of them don't even know who they want to become, you know? So I'm like, I'm not saying that you have to know right now. Cause a lot of people who went to college, like 80 something percent of us who went to college are not even working in our field of study. That's true. Absolutely. So I always advise students, if you could, one of the biggest things in life is knowing who you are before you even get to college. Then that's just icing on a cake where you can just, increase your skill set, your network and the passion and the purpose in which you were called to do anyway. So, um, yeah, if you can find that out early on, then later on you in for a big treat. Yeah, you are, you are a better, a better experience. Right. Yeah. Um, because it's funny that you say that because everybody knows, you know, the girl who was, um, you know, parent, very, very strict parents. And she got, she got to campus and you know got a reputation. Everybody knows the guy. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. Everybody knows the guy that got involved with the wrong crowd and you know got in some trouble. You know, no such thing as a collegiate thug, right? Right. You mm-hmm. are in college, right? You are going right. to get an education. So, so everybody knows that. So, to your point, like know who you are, right? Because yeah. uh, there are going to be uh, a lot of pressures. Uh, that yeah. students are going to go through and, you know, you kind of got to stand on, stand on who you are. Yeah. You got to have good. those core values and and stand on that core value that you have within yourself. And also remember some of the things, the foundation in which you were brought up in that actually made you the person that you are today. So if you can stand on your solid ground, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. All right. I'm gonna get one more out of you. So, all so right. what's, was one more thing, point number five, what are you talking to your students about when they are becoming college ready? I I tell students in regards to if they're college, college ready, have they even applied for internships or externships after they graduated from high school? Now, a lot of students think, oh, I got to wait until I get to college to get an internship or externship. No, sweetheart, you can do that before right college. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that's that, that's huge. Um because you know, that makes me think about uh the one thing that um employers say when they are uh looking at ap- applica- applicants is that hey, you know, we want somebody with experience. 
And then the right. student, and the student is saying, "Well, I can't get an experience if you don't if you don't if you don't hire me, right? Yeah, yeah, right. So, so that's huge, right? That is a way yeah. for them to, you know, shadow somebody, get an internship, get an externship, find out an apprenticeship, find out a way that you can kind of gain those skills um, before right. you know your cohort, yeah. before your, your your classmates do it. So, yeah." Yeah. The main thing too, um, a lot of students they wait until their senior year in college to get an internship. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. why you didn't get an internship freshman year yeah. to even to see if you even like that career choice that you picked during your freshman orientation? Like, yep. how do you even know that you really are a good fit for this career path that you chose? Absolutely. So, do it freshman year if you can, but really, if you can get a um, a job shadowing opportunity, if you can get an internship, an externship prior to going to college, that's, I'm telling you, that's the icing on the cake. It really is. You know, uh, my line brother, um, he did an internship every summer with uh, the U.S. Forestry Service, and mm. he had a job before he graduated, right? While mm-hmm. all of us are, you know, fumbling around trying to figure something out. You know, his stuff was already set up. So I, I and it was through uh, the experiences and the internships that he had, you know, all those years. And right. it just allowed him to be, you know, a little more secure, especially when the economy, like now students who are graduating and the economy is not that good and they have to figure out a way um, to kind of make money. Um, so, you know, that was that's sound advice right there to make sure you get that experience. Look, let me tell you, it took me. 11 months after I graduated from TSU to find something close to my career choice. It wasn't Mm. even directly in it. It was just a a way to maneuver to what it was that I really wanted to do, which was accounting at the time. However, that was back in 2004. Yeah. It took me 11 months then. And the economy was so-called great then. At that time. (laughs) (laughs) How how much longer you think it's going to take for in a so-called recession or a bad economy mm-hmm. and a pandemic at that, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's all about the preparation. Like you're saying, it's all about the preparation. Yeah. So, so no, I think I, that's amazing. That's some good advice. Hey man, let yeah. me sit in one of your classes. <laughs> Come on in. Come on. We take everybody. We take parents too. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'm glad I finally got you on here. And that, that was some really sound advice that you were kind of giving our students and the parents who are going to be listening to make sure they understand uh, what the process will be like for them to become, uh, you know, college ready. So uh, for my listeners who want to gather more information, you know, from you, how can they, you know, find you on social media or, or, or contact you? All right. To contact me directly, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at star essence and the way you see it on the screen. Uh, <laughs> you can also follow, um, well, reach me at staressence.com. Um, if you want to know more about Morningstar International, you can go to our website, reachastar.org, or you can actually go to social media, Morningstar underscore international on Instagram, and then Morningstar INTL on Facebook and Twitter. Also, too, you can cop this book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell oh, me you have the book. I was just about to say that about the book. Ah, there that is go. a phenomenal resource. And I'm hoping that uh, students and parents are taking advantage of that um, every day, you know, because yes. uh, it's all about, you know, preparing for the next level. And so you have those 10 vital steps and I hope they will be able to take them.
Yep, and I talked about at least five of them today. Okay, <laughs> well, that's good. Well, thank you for sharing these nuggets uh, with me and my listeners. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for this opportunity and continue to keep shining. Will do, will do. So if you like what you're hearing and you want to learn more, you want to hear more, uh, you can follow me on my social media platform at College Readiness 101 on Instagram and Facebook. And you can visit my website, collegereadiness101.com. We'll talk to you next time.